Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Ozir, the Paladin. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Grieg, the Ranger. Hi, I'm JD. I'm playing Nolsk, the Slayer. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm the GM for this session. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ChimeraCast. giant hill that's moving around with a bunch of holes cut out on either side with these sharp almost searchlight like lights coming out of several places it has um, the suggestion of a shoulder at the top that tapers down into these long skinny arms you can feel the breath leaving this area everything has gotten very silent before you could hear birds at least flying by occasionally you could hear a rustling in the scrubs. You can't hear anything now. Nulsk like laughs as they run off, like, nah, <laughs> and I'm gonna run over and kick the the mage one that I skewered and knock him over. Nulsk, they're not running from you. What do you mean? Look at them go. I think they're going back to their master, and I assume that's egg thought right there. What you mean that big hill? Yes, the moving hill. The one that's coming closer. Is it? Oh shit. Okay. Um. Uh. Here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put a foot on the the shaman and like yank the spear out. You have this. Give me my tri pick back. I think I need it. Yeah, I'm shit with it anyways. <laughs> and gives it back to you. Oh. And maybe these will be useful. And I pull his little pouch on his loincloth area, pull out, like, a few of them and just, like, toss them to the side to make sure they work as intended. Yeah, they they do the same thing they did before. They they look exactly like the javelins they're throwing. They are the javelins they're throwing. Just sprick up out of the ground. Wicked. I don't suppose there's an eyeball you see on that one. Correcty, is the Cyclops inside the hill? Yes. Big Thought's body lives within that roving mass of soil what does he need these creatures for big thought is slow he is devastating and decisive but slow the creatures can respond to small threats while big thought can continue his work which is Egg thought sees the world the way it should be, and so he attempts to make it that way. Sounds like we've got to follow those little freaks. Nosk? Aye. Uh, let's go. Aye. Ozir is going to scoop up his halberd again and give it to Grieg. It might not be much use in those hallways, passages within the hill. But it'll be better than that spear that Nulth gave you. Don't lose it. I'll try my best. We should try to catch up, see where they enter. I agree. 
We should try and follow the paths as well as we can in this damn darkness. Cause yeah, I've got a I got a move that I could try and trigger here, hunt and track. When you follow a trail of clues left behind by passing creatures, uh, in this case these these things, uh, roll plus whiz. On a seven plus, you follow the creature's trail until there's a significant change in its direction or mode of travel. On a ten plus, you also choose one. Uh, gain a useful bit of information about your quarry. The GM will tell you what or determine what caused the trail to end. Let's see if I can actually roll above a six now. <laughs> Not now. Not now. I know. I doomed myself. Eight. So there's one, I think, that was lagging behind a lot of these, or at least one that you, you eyed first. There's not really any like clues or anything to follow. But as you're as you're moving in this darkness, there are these these circles of light from Igthot's body that are moving slowly around on this area. It stops on the one that you're following. And it is struck by lightning. You hear a loud clap seconds after it happens. Everything is white for a second. And it is gone. It's the light that disintegrated them? That's shooting out of this? Or what? do we know what disintegrated them? Discern realities. Discern realities. Maybe don't fail this one. <laughs> Shit, why did I say that? I got a one. Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> How does one do such a thing? You roll snake eyes and then have a minus one to the to wisdom. That's a snake so- eye. <laughs> So what do your black gates look like? No. And also, what does the bright light look like before it zaps you? No, 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 no. I mean, maybe. Uh, ask, ask, <laughs> ask the wrong question. Yeah, and ask, ask me a question. Don't ask what is about to happen. Uh, <laughs> what happened here recently? I think that Ozir is, is legitimately kind of curious. I think that he thinks that it was magicked away and you move into one of these beams of light. In just a split second, you see, uh, I will at least give you this, you see you see Igthot raise his two arms and strike his hammer to his chisel, and you are you are struck by lightning. Oh, rad. God, I want this hammer and chisel. 2d8. Uh, 7 and a 1. Best. It ignores armor. Cool. So 7. I mean, you're like, maybe maybe it transport him and I'll be, you know, to be taken into the... And he just, you just get, your heart stops for a second kind of thing, right? Greg and Nelsk, you, you see your compatriot move into one of these beams of light, and before you can warn him, he is struck through and is falling to the ground smoking. Do either of you respond? I'm definitely going to scamper back, like, in fright at, like, this lightning strike. I'll run to your side. I will not, in fact, scamper away. And I'm going to pull you away from the beam. Does the, the beam, like, stay stationary? No, they're all, they're all moving around. I mean, after it's, like, struck, does it, like, resonate there to make sure he's dead? Or does it just, like, strike and move on? It strikes and moves on. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm going to try and pull him out of, I guess, what kind of a semblance I can try and see of a pattern of the way these things are moving, if they're not moving totally uh, without any type of reason, and just try and get him into the clear. I assume this took him to his his hiney and zapped him out of consciousness for a minute. Tell you what. Do you want to do you want to discern realities? Do you want to discern reality? You're kind of like trying to discern a pattern here. Is that what you got? What you got going on? Or, uh, yeah, that's fine. Do you want to do that? You can yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, sure. More dice, better dice. Yeah, that's a uh, eleven. Cool. Ask me a question. What should I be on the lookout for? You're watching as you're as you're pulling Ozir back. You see Igthot's sort of body that he has isn't stationary. It's like mutable. He is gathering more soil 
as he makes the world as he sees it. Meaning, he can manipulate soil. What here is useful or valuable to me? Most of these guys that are running toward Igthot are avoiding the beams of light on the ground, unsurprisingly. But that is not the egress. Like, when they get to him, they are actually running into him through... You see some openings that are forming as he as they get closer. Which is to say, they, they live within Igthot. So there must be some part of him that is stable enough for them to have a place to live. I'll just go for all three since we're kind of taking this all in. What here is not what it appears to be. Can you put me in a direction of a thing you specifically want to know about? Oh, I, yeah. I'm not trying to... Unfortunately, I wasn't like hiding anything from you in the first place. I actually think there's a line of thought that Grieg would be following here, which is, can we actually get in? Does it look like the they, they make egresses as they approach? Does it seem like they do anything in order to gain access to Igthaw. Well, there you go. Yeah. He has like several hobbit holes and like, I think you see smoke coming out of him. But they, they seem to be not moving. They seem to be stabilized near the bottom, these hobbit holes and things like that. The entrances. The entrances. There are, yeah, there yeah, are yeah. chimneys and there are a bunch of holes in him outside of just this, these eyes, if Great. you will. I'm going to try and just track away from it, try and get to a place, maybe like... There's a, a small, like, little outcropping with some shrubs around it, outcropping of rock that kind of stands the way and just try to drag him over to those shrubs, thinking, like, well, I, don't, I can't quite parse how these lights are moving, but if I, you know, at least we'll feel safe. Yeah, all right. That was less than invigorating. Can you move? Can you walk? Uh, give me a minute. Nathan, can... I just don't know if I want to try to trigger quest yet or not. I'm not sure that this is a good place to do that. Well, what I was going to ask is, does the lightning enough to get me to flatline for a minute? I mean, yeah, you did say his heart stopped. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, you got me. You did. Okay. <laughs> I think for a minute, Ozir sees his black gates, which are just the black gates. Like, there's no adornment or anything. It's just like two black obelisks that rise up. You can't like see the arch or anything. They just seem to go on forever. He like knows, obviously, that it's not his time yet. And so he just bows down before the black gates and asks for the power or the strength to face Igthot. That's that's dope. Uh, I mean, I know, I know we read the quest thing last time. I might cut it out this time, but would you read it again? When you dedicate yourself to a mission through prayer and ritual cleansing, state what you set out to do, slay Igthot, and then choose up to two boons. I'm going to choose invulnerability to lightning damage. and <laughs> Bold choice. <laughs> Bold choice. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and then I'm going to do uh, a mark of divine authority. Meaning... You know in Diablo 3, the wings that angels have, the the like spectral kind of glowy lines out of their backs. It's it's like that but they're like dark violet. They look like wings. Like raven's wings or like bat wings. Like raven's wings. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they're not really there, right? I mean they're they're visible. They're, but they're visible not but they're corporeal. not like there. Gotcha. Yeah. That's fucking dope. I get to choose a thing too, oh, yep. right? Yep. So, yeah, um, I'm going to go with honor, forbidden, cowardly tactics, and tricks. Truth, you can't lie. And, I mean, not that it probably will ever come up, but uh, you can't suffer an evil creature to live. 
go with all three of those. Cool. So yeah, you like slap Ozir around, and as he comes to, these wings just sort of appear. Did you figure out how to get inside? I take it you're fine, then. I will live. That's good for both of us. Yes, we have to go in through those little holes in its side. Nelsk. Aye. Are you ready? Aye. And Nelsk starts running. Yeah. We'll all Naruto our way down the hill. <laughs> I don't know why I assumed we were in a valley. Isn't he the valley maker? Yeah. Are yeah. we in a valley? <laughs> yes. Okay, great. To adequately avoid like all of these areas, I want Greek and Nelsk to defy danger in a way that you see fit. In my mind, it's wisdom just to navigate the this larger space well, but I can I'm I'm amenable to other options. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm fine with wisdom, whatever. Whatever you think. Does that make sense? Is my does yeah, my yeah, logic for, for navigating yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's not a, a quick thinking kind of thing. It's a it's a plotting out of uh, trying course. to make the best path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Do you want to individual rolls? Both. Cool. Five. Hold on. Okay, I lost my die. Hold on. Ha! Um, that's an eight. So yeah, Nelsk, you managed to avoid all of these uh, these eyes, these searchlights as you as you make your way toward Igthot. You guys are closing the gap quickly. Uh, Grieg is a little less fortunate. I think that. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's like a weird crossing where I think I can get around one and then another one intercepts. Yeah, so it's like the, it's like the searchlight pictures thing where you, yeah. two of them just get a little closer together than you thought they would and you're and you're you're trapped. These are very these are relatively large circles. They're not like just the size of a person. Totally. So um yeah, you're going to get you're going to get zapped. 2d8. That's an 8. Uh ignores armor. Sweet. But the two you see Ozir struck by lightning a few times and nothing happens. Oh, is that what happens? Does that work? Like I'm, I'm running with Ozir. Like we're running side by side. I had thought about that. Yeah, well, that, I, I that, like that. You yeah, just... I'm like, oh, I'm following him. He seems to know the direction, and like the first one is the one that just crisps me because <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell? Because I'm like, oh, he must, you know, be tuned in with this thing. He just got zapped. He's really looking out for himself. And then I just get, I just get fried to high hell. <laughs> that's that's fun. Um, Nelsk though, while you're, while you're running ahead, cause I think, I think that that's what happens is Ozier isn't very quick in the first place and Grieg, Grieg gets fried. You see like a, a protrusion coming from Igthot's back and forming what appears to be another arm. I'm assuming Grieg goes down. Yes. Grieg drops. I'm, I'm going to pick Grieg up and just try to shield him with my own body and like sprint into the the doorway the like opening I'll have you roll uh, defend here in a second the all three of you notice the uh these groups of things which are coming from all over uh and running into ig thought you see them kind of split there's forming two separate channels on either side of this the things I'm sorry what things the, the arms? I'm sorry the people the followers they are avoiding a a line here that you guys are all within. I will also avoid that line. 
That is that is reasonable. So he's winding up an attack is what I'm getting at here. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, I might even yell like up toward Ozir. Move to the side. Fuck yeah. I mean, Nelsk, you have you have enough time to do this, I think is what's happening. And the two of you, that is to say Grieg and Ozir, how do you respond? Are you carrying me? Is that what you said you were going to do? Yeah. I assume I respond with it. As <laughs> 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 I wake up like a baby. Because <laughs> I just got fucking eight points of lightning through my veins. Ozir's going to like cannonball into the crowd forming along the edge. Just like stop all forward momentum and get the fuck out of the way. Fuck yeah. Um, I guess because you're carrying Grieg too. Defy danger plus strength. Okay. Oh, wasn't. You have Grieg well in the uh, fireman carry position, and Nulsk a little farther up from you is is beyond. You are beyond safe from this as this this tentacle of earth just crashes down into everything. Dirt and soil are just spit up into the air. There's a the the earth kind of like shakes a little bit. And you're 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 all taken off your feet for a second, but you can recover quickly. You guys can can make it the rest of the way to Igthot. Nice. We do so. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Same. Yeah. Cool. You guys are have entered into this tunnel of Ig Thought. Uh, like I said, along with many of his followers who are shoulder to shoulder with you, they seem to pay you no mind at first anyway. There is a, a long tunnel in front of you. It's very dark in here. Does one of you have a torch or anything that you, you could feasibly light? Or I should, I, maybe I don't want to push you into that too hard. I do have one, yes. Uh, so Azir puts Greg down. Are you okay? Uh, I've been a, a little bit better before, but and I I just kind of adjust my body to make sure nothing's too frayed at the edges of my clothing from the lightning bolt that hit me. Uh, I'll live. Keep it. Use it to walk. I like I say as I touch the halberd. Then I light a torch. Nelsk, are you moving ahead of them a little bit? Or are you waiting? For them, they're conversing. and No, I'm probably not waiting. Nulsk is an opportunist, and he feels like we need to move uh, as quickly as possible. So I'm, I'm at least going to scout ahead, and, and if they don't you know, follow me pretty rapidly, I'll, I'll swing back. This cavern, as you keep walking, opens up into a large open space. Immediately, you see on either side of this large cavern that it's being held up by two trees which crest in the middle. And they're holding up the sides of this cavern. There are several huts and small things made into the sides and built out in soil and are also carved out of the tree. Up among the boffs and leaves of this tree is a sharp, harsh light that doesn't diffuse very well. And so it comes down in thick, sharp silhouettes on the ground. But it actually makes the room darker, if that makes sense because you have this weird contrast to everything else that's happening. Yeah, so you can hear these followers of Igthot moving around. You can hear the creaking and tumbling as they move throughout this expansive area. And I want you to tell me, what about here feels strangely civilized? Um, There is a an altar, like a place that is clearly used for community rituals. Not just like a lone priest or something, but like a gathering place that is used for important religious rites. Yeah, I like that a lot, and I'll I'll expand on that a little bit. This is in the very center of this large kind of circular area ensconced in this sharp light, and I think there are some 
some animal carcasses around. These same birds that you saw them hunting outside are peppering this altar. Do they look tasty? Yeah, they look like dead birds. I assume those look pretty tasty to Nulsk. If I feel like I can get away with it, because it doesn't feel like anybody's really paying attention to me, Nulsk might just go have a little snack. How much are you looking around before you go and do this? Probably not enough, if that's a question. There's a lot of, like, hullabaloo as these people file in, but nobody's really paying attention to you yet. Yeah, I'm going to go have that snack. Yeah, just to fight injured plus dex. This is fun. Uh, no, that's an eight. Okay. Yeah, you grab it. I mean, you can you can munch down on that right now if you want to. Yep. We will come back to that <laughs> in a second. Uh, go ahead and heal five HP. Oh, cool. Gregan Ozir, you are in the in this corridor, moving toward this same area. I will pose the same question to you, but you realize as you're moving there that you have no idea where Nolsk is. That you, of course, you will see him in the center of the room in a second, but I think you realize you've been separated. Where did he go? If past experience has taught me anything, into trouble. We should find him quickly. An annoying habit in a traveling companion. One you learn to live with. One that could get you killed just as easily. He's worth the trouble. I suppose. You better catch up to him. I think that's the moment where we'll really start to scan what's going on in this town? Uh, a settlement, whatever community. But yeah, same question to you guys. What here seems strangely civilized, for what, or at least unexpectedly civilized? They have drawn in blood and like dyes and stuff all over these trees. And it's too, it'd be too dark in here to see, but I, I'm like seeing the like leftover aura of the death of the whatever the blood came from like little drawings and paintings all over the trees of their like hunts and past deeds of great warriors or whatever to take it to take it a step further they're not all depicting hunts and deeds there are some things here that you can't quite interpret what they are are like these pictographs like layered as like a thick coating so you can like feel them Oh yeah, I mean, I I like oh, that. I yeah. like that a lot. Especially if you're drawing in blood, and for it to stay, yeah. it would certainly have a texture to it. I think the and these are all over the place. They're not just on the trees. They're on the huts, and on this altar, you're near Nulsk, and just everywhere. They're on the floor, also. I think to to Ozir, this place is is strangely luminescent. Oh, cool. I like that a lot. What about you, Greg? What here seems strangely civilized? I think it is that there are levels some of the uh, structures have levels to them like there's a second level if we can see people they're actually people like on top of the roof it isn't like a, a thatched roof or something like that it's actually like flat and you could be on top of it and and for the record all these structures are this isn't a flat area they're carved into the sides of the tree this whole area kind of moves up in an, in an almost ladder like fashion is this kind of like the central hump i guess of the hill yes the, where the like big rise would be yeah basically okay cool grieg you take the torch i can see in here better than you can get to nolsk i'll flank you from within the trees and perhaps provide an unwelcome surprise should any of these natives cross you at least being the bait isn't a surprise this time and i'll take the torch from you and start walking down the, the lane 
So, uh, Ozier, who can see who can see Nulsk particularly well, you guys can all see Nulsk, but I think I think Ozier has a better way of discerning this area. Nulsk can also see probably just fine. But you have your eyes on Nulsk, is that my understanding, Ozier? Yeah, and I'm I'm moving like up into where these buildings are and kind of moving tangentially to Grieg to try to get to Nulsk. First of all, I want to point out that these these weird these weird pictographs that are on the on the ground, they're also you know, surrounding Nulsk, it looks like they're kind of moving. The ground is moving up around Nulsk, who is a bit busy munching down on his dinner. And there, he's going to get wrapped up in some in some ground arms if you don't interfere. Seems fine. Seems fine. Is it like the, the pictograms that are moving, or is it the actual ground? It's the ground itself that is moving that are within these weird pictographic shapes. Is it like a wave of earth coming up to grab them, or is it like arms? Yeah, there are, well, there are, in a triangular shape, there are three separate sort of tentacular okay. shapes that are coming up, then you see fingers forming at the at the outset, and they're beginning to twist around. Are there any of these troglodyte things in the way? Between you and this altar? Yeah. No, there is absolutely nobody near this altar. Except for Nulsk. Of course. I'm going to charge up with Preki. And I'm just gonna try to chop a couple of these arms off. Uh, cool. Defy danger plus. Well, let's see how. Uh, we we, we want to know how fast you get there. Defy danger plus dex. I have such a f- fucking good idea for where this could go. Six. Yes. <laughs> Let me. Uh, yeah. Please, please, please tell me no, because I think we may be in the same position. Also, I'm not expecting. Like I haven't spotted Ozir at all and the fact that Ozir is suddenly rushing in or anything is suddenly rushing in is going to catch Nolsk by surprise and that's not good when I'm a little demon. So I mean my my immediate thought and Ryan if you're cool with this let me know is that I would like drop what I'm eating in the middle of it right and scramble and like try to get my tripix and stick you with them. Yeah, so Nolsk, you see, you see Ozir just charging at you. You don't realize it's Ozir yet. You just see a big body charging at you, and you get into this uh, offensive stance. What do you, what do you have planned here? No, I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely just attacking. Like, I, there's nothing else, you know, to do. It's, it's a reaction. That tracks me. Do you guys want to hack and slash and interfere? Uh, is there something else? Is there some other way you guys would like to handle this? What do you think, Ryan? You're you're kind of the one like taking this potential consequence. So, yeah, I think that a hack and slash and interfere sounds good. Cool. Uh, yeah. So Nulsk, uh, hack and slash and Ozir interfere. Cool. I got an eight. I got a ten. Does that drop it to a six then? Yeah. Mm, oh, it does. Nice. <laughs> I forgot that the interfere was minus two. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so Ozir, narrate this. You get a you stop Nulsk from hacking and slashing. I think you come like straight down with the tripix, like both of them, and I just hold up Krecky and just catch him. You have enough time to see that it's me. Damn it, Nulsk, it's me. Ah, sorry, you surprised me. You should be paying more attention. The Earth itself here is the enemy, and I like gesture with my chin at the tentacles of Earth behind him. Ah, uh, I'm gonna like hack at that really quick. You you cut through one of them. They are they are like starting to move toward the two of you, and and I, they're not moving very quickly. But they are eventually going would eventually like overtake you if you weren't paying any attention. Grieg, you see this whole thing in the center. Nulsk almost attacking Ozir, who's almost attacking him. Kind of. You had a little bit of trouble discerning quite what was going on here. Where are the 
village people. Give me a discern realities. It's just an 11 today. Just an 11, he says. <laughs> uh, yeah, ask me three questions. What should I be on the lookout for? I think that's where I was digging in first. And as a follow-up, in case that's not Give me all readily. three so I can position them in a dramatic way. What here is not what it appears to be. What is about to happen? Uh, what here is not what it appears to be. The light that is coming from the ceiling through these trees is very similar to those same spotlights you saw coming out of Igthot on the valley above, which is to say that's that's Igthot. What to be on the lookout for on top of all the flat part of all these huts, these these followers have started to gather. They've definitely taken notice of all of you. You've made quite a hullabaloo in the short time you've been here. What is about to happen is that you see in practically slow motion one of the followers cutting a, a vine from one tree to the other and he is uh, covered in this phosphorescent paint and standing out in stark contrast to the rest of this whole thing in this weird like war paint pattern, still naked as they were before. Swinging down toward Ozir and Nulsk, who are embattled and arguing with each other. What do you do? Well, the only cool thing I can do, I'm going to try and fucking shoot this stormtrooper so he falls off and does a Wilhelm scream. Tell you what, if you get this, if you get a 10 plus on this, I will will put a Wilhelm scream in here. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking sweet. I'm going to try and shoot this guy with an arrow. Uh, yeah, that'll be decent. That's an 11. That's an 11. Please roll your damage. Uh, that'll be a three. So you stick him, we'll say, in the shoulder? Yeah. And he can't hold on very well. And he lets go and he falls down into the into the dirt <coughs> near Ozir and Nilsk, who are alerted that they have everyone's attention. You suddenly become aware, like all of those weird dances in high school, everybody's looking right at you. You can hear the telltale sound of arrows being strung to bows above you. Nulsk, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and s- double smash this dude on the ground. Just two tri-picks, like, just center mass. This isn't the first time he's fallen off of a, off of a vine, so go ahead and roll a hack and slash as he, as he uh, <laughs> attempts at least. <laughs> they train- I, oh, I it's Tarzan. The- We're fighting Tarzan. This yep. guy... Thinks it's so cool to swing on vines, but he's so <laughs> shitty at it. Uh, yeah, roll hack and slash as he as he attempts to get to his feet quick. Oh, that's a three. Oh no! You were expecting him to be prone as he like just he hit the ground hard, and you're like, this is fresh meat. This is an easy kill. And like I said, he's prepared for this sort of hard landing, and as he springs to his feet quickly, he's going to jump on your back. This phosphorescent war paint on him begins to glow with increasing intensity, and he fucking explodes. Oh, oh nice. Oh. Exploding guys are the best. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, so roll a d10. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is so good. Okay. May That's I it. Do just, just, a, just that? a d No, just a d10. All right, seven damage. Seven damage. You can keep your. You can apply your armor too. That's fine. Oh no, that that is with armor. Okay. Fuck. Ozir, you were really close to this blast, and you're temporarily blinded, and your ears are ringing. But as you as you catch your faculties, you hear the first few loosings of bowstrings as they pepper the ground around you. What do you do? I think I'm gonna try to pull Nolsk with me and. 
get to a like a side of the altar so that we can at least have our backs covered. Okay, defy danger plus strength as you p- try to pick Nulsk up and drag him behind this altar. I got a nine. There are a lot of people losing arrows at you right now, and you're going to have a tough time getting behind cover and getting Nulsk. So you can you can get Nulsk and take some damage, or you can get behind cover. I'm going to get behind cover. Yeah, I mean, they're firing yeah more at you than Nulsk anyways, right? I assume- well, and also my other one is, I'm assuming that I, like, I mean, Nulsk is Pythian. That's like the most evil thing to my religion. And one of my things I mean, it's is also just suffer my not is just straight up evil, <laughs> right? And so I don't like I don't need to do the paladin thing to know that Nulsk is evil. Like I just know that. And my thing is suffer not a evil creature to live. And while I think Ozier can do some of the mental gymnastics, like fight alongside Nulsk while this is in effect, part of that is also like well, I'm not <laughs> like I literally can't stick my neck out for him. Uh, yeah, so you, you duck behind this, this altar, which I think has a bit of an overhang to it as well, and so you hear the, the arrows just stick into the, into the wood. Grieg, you've seen this bright light engulf Nulsk as this guy that you shot down blew himself up. You saw, you see Ozir ducking behind cover as these arrows just penetrate this entire center point of this, but you see that Nulsk is yet untouched. What do you do as you're expecting another volley? If I could, I would like to try and pepper some shots up there to give Ozier an opening to grab him. And all the while, I will yell, Get Nulsk, you buffoon! I'll take care of their main shots! And yeah, I would like to kind of give cover fire, I guess. Direct their attention towards me. I'm the one who shot their guy, so they must, you know, they know I'm here. So if I can just become a bigger threat... Than Ozier, so they'll they'll shoot at me. Give me Defy Danger plus Dex as you uh, pepper these guys with some cover fire in an attempt to let Ozier grab Nulsk. That'll be a nine. How much ammo do you have? A two. You can deplete all of your ammo and give Ozier enough of this breath, in which case I'll give him a plus one. If you deplete all of your ammo, you can, of course, pick up some of these arrows that are on the ground. I want to remind you of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you'll have an opportunity for re-ammoing eventually. You can either deplete your entire stock, or you can take only a few shots and get their ire toward you and risk yourself being shot at instead. I like that. That's actually an interesting like conversation in my head, because I think Grieg is trying to think tactically at this point. So I think actually what he would do is take less shots but make himself more the threat because this isn't it's not like we're fighting the cyclops. So I think depleting all of his resources in in the middle of a battle would seem kind of foolhardy at this point and it's not like we're in dire straits like Greek doesn't know that Nulsk isn't dead because he's got blown up I assume he's just kind of like knocked on his ass right now. So I think he's trying to think smart but he's willing to put himself out there for the plan to work. So I'm I'm down with taking uh maybe some more concentrated shots. Maybe I I re- I try and hit one of them that seems to be speaking up and like directing the fire. If there's kind of like a a captain or something like that. I mean, you're not gonna whatever. You, you know, know, whoever. There's seems like. there are conversations to be happening. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you could 
DR or something to get that sort of information. Yeah. But you can at least seem like a big enough threat that they're going to reconcentrate their fire toward you. Cool. But yeah, like I'll be hooting and hollering, just yelling at them as I pepper, pepper them down, really try and get their attention on me. So, Nolsk, you uh, are laying on the ground. You're not feeling so hot. Uh, and you notice, you hear the that same like thwip, thwip, thwip of arrows as they hit the ground around you, and you hear their telltale sound growing farther away from you as they attempt to concentrate on Grieg. You don't see Ozir in your direct vicinity. What do you do? Yeah, fuck him. Uh, I am going to hop up to my feet and climb up this vine to try and get at these archers. That's that's fucking dope. Give me uh What stat do you want to roll? I in my mind you could do it either quickly or or with uh yeah, or with con. So I've usually either, done either Dex or climbing con. with con. Um but I mean I am trying to do it quickly, so either way, they're both pretty good for me. So Are they what uh, how different are they? Roll a better one yep. is all I'm getting at. Okay. Yeah, cool. It'll be is plus that, con. Is it? Cool. That's cool with me. Uh oh, snuck it in. Um, that is a seven. Man, you guys are making me making me work here. Do you have an idea, Zach? Give me an idea. Uh, we just don't use this one that much, and I actually think that like con is a good time. You get gassed. You're take a minus one to your first action once you reach them, like a minus one forward, because it's like he's climbing. Like climbing fucking sucks. Like gre. I imagine that Nulls does it from time to time, but like, like bursting up a fucking rope. I would be like, cool, my arms don't work super well now. I'm not going to attack as well. I think that... That actually, that, that yep. does that does track... JD, how do you feel about that? That's fine with me. Yeah, that, uh, that yeah. actually, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, you, you put a lot of effort into climbing up here quickly, but you maintain enough of your strength that you can get up there in a, without getting fucked up. So you make it to the, the first level where these archers have gathered around one of the people's huts. There are, we'll say, four archers there. What do you do? Yep, no, I'm definitely I'm definitely leaping forward and rushing at them. Okay, yeah. Roll hack and slash. You're trying to take out two of them? Yep. Um what's my thirst at? My thirst is a one. That's a six. Oh. Oh no. Yeah, okay. So Nosk is Nosk, you are diving at these four archers on top of this roof, and just when you think you're about to make contact, you can practically taste it. You, For whatever reason, you just stop moving, and you look down, and there's a long, thin coil of earth that is wrapped around you and is pulling you out toward the center of the room where three other coils of earth are beginning to form from the walls. Ozir and Grieg, each of you can see this going on. Grieg, you are under a bit of pressure from these archers, though they, uh, um, a few of them have been distracted by Nulsk's thwarted attack. What do either of you do, whoever wants to do something first? Tell me about the platform these guys are on. Is it only connected to these big trees, or is there conceivably a way, are there like other supports that could be? So they are on the flat roofs of the houses that, that okay. Zach described. That being said... If you're looking for avenues to climb this area, you can discern realities if you want. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. How bad's your discern realities stat? Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah. No, it didn't. I got three. We'll come back to that. Oh, Grieg, fuck. you're being you're being lightly peppered by arrows. You're managing to avoid a bit of the pressure they're putting on you right now. 
you see Ozir looking around confusedly up at Nils, thinking of ways that he could possibly help him. What do you have in mind? I'm going to get out this halberd and start charging towards him, and I think I'm going to have to climb these vines up towards my good friend, Nolsk. Uh, yeah, give me Defy Danger plus Dex for the whole thing. I'll be an 11. Oh, hot damn. Yeah, you hop and skip past all of these arrows. It's a sweet handspring. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're just like they're. It's the classic thing where you see their you see your footprints in the background, and they're the the arrows are just fully fill, filling up your footprints as you run along, and you uh you hop up the same vine that Nulsk had run up, and you're you're level with him. What do you have planned here? I'm gonna try and bring this kopesh down on that on that arm, and then try and if I can like swirl it around and try and hack off the other, the other limbs that are approaching. You said there are like three or four more just try and basically weed the, weed the whole damn thing. What is your plan for Nils falling? Oh yeah. He's suspended over nothing, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's not, it's possible that he could catch the vine or something like that. But if you just cut these off, it's he's on his own. Are there other vines here? Can I try and, can I try and lasso my friend around the waist? I'll take this vine as well. Can I try and lasso my friend around the waist to secure him so he'll fall and get, like, caught by it? Oh, God. Uh, this seems uh, very stupid. So. It is very stupid. It's stupid enough that I'm in love with it. I want to say Dex. We'll, we'll say Dex. You have you plied this plant out as you're running up, and you're holding the other end of the of the vine as you're climbing up it. You perhaps looped it into your belt or yeah, something. Yeah, as that's get, exactly it. Yeah. As you get level, you you toss this out and, and loop it around Nulsk. Hopefully. Define <laughs> Ninja plus Dex. An 11? Oh, oh fuck <laughs> yeah. Fuck? Just <laughs> this, this is, I'm getting fucked tonight, boys. I don't know. This is, like, I'm gonna, I'm dead in a minute. This is fucking great. Uh, d- uh, describe the rest of this scene because it's, it is sweet. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm climbing up. I've got it hitched onto my belt. I let it loose, and uh, I guess what happens is my old sailor's instincts take over, right? Like I, I just lap that thing right up into, into a, a, some kind of intricate, not known best to sailors. Uh, jerk it in tight so so that I know he's he's gonna get caught up in it, and then I I let go and I grab that kopesh and then I just t- try and take a big mighty swing out of that out of that arm. I honestly think that part of it is perfunctory. The 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 tying of a knot quickly is is what I believe would be hard, and I really like the analog to to quickly tying a rope on a on a ship. Because I was also, I realized I was the lookout. I was the one on the lookout. So I was yeah, the no, one perfect. tying knots. Shimmying yeah. up things with ropes, this is this is like second nature to you at this point. Yeah, this this all really tracks, and I like this a lot. So I think I think disconnecting him from the, the, the arm is is perfunctory. I think you can just do that. Sweet. Uh, and, and so, and Nulsk, so you, you fall a little bit, but are secured pretty quickly around the waist by this vine. That being said, you guys are prime targets for all of these archers. Nulsk, you have you have priority right now since Grieg just cut you free. What are you doing? Swing with me over there. And then I'm gonna try to swing over to get back up where the arches are again. I'm gonna kill these fuckers really bad. I'm starting to get that thirst. This is exactly what I wanted out of this situation. I don't know what to have you guys roll. That oh. Yeah, I would love to have It's a fucking tank shell of a beer. <laughs> I'll like drink half of this and trade you the other half for a grain belt. Deal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... 
So Dex doesn't quite seem right for me for like doing this, but also it's the only thing I could I could think of. Strength doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Roll plus heat with your opponent. Uh, bond because we're we're trying to do it together. That is kind of interesting. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Roll plus bond, and then and then the other person aids. Actually, I like that. So Nulsk, roll plus bond as you as you try to summon everything that Captain taught you. And and Grieg, you have the potential to aid, though not necessary, right out the gate. Eleven. <laughs> oh, it finally oh, yeah. it finally happened. His love for me is just too real. All of the lessons. So Nulsk, as you begin to as you begin to swing this vine back and forth, you're reminded you're reminded of the of the days on the open sea. You can practically taste the salt air, and you fucking hate all of it and really want to kill stuff. I assume you're I assume you're gonna you're attacking these these four archers who have taken aim at you and Grieg. Yes, absolutely. In fact, if I can just like barrel through them, and I mean, I'm I'm less interested even in like. Oh, I mean, I am interested in smashing their faces in with my tri picks, but. Uh, if I'm just barreling through them and knocking them off this like ledge or off of the the walkway, that's equally good. That's interesting. You want to defy danger plus strength, then, as you're you're more interested in securing a foothold than you are in in actually attacking them. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. That's cool. I'll, I'll do that. Do that. Seven. Uh, dope. You managed to bowl through them, but you don't knock any of them off just yet. Their attention is yet still on Grieg. How far away am I from them after he kind of leaps off? Uh, you're on the backswing now after yeah. he leaps off, so you're on the other side of the pendulum, right? So you're a good you're a good ways away now. For the record, there are other archers here. I'm just using these as an analog for the attention of the archers writ large. Yeah, no, totally. I would remind you there is more stuff. There, rather, there are more archers up as well. I would say that this is at least connected on the next level. And I can climb. I can you just can keep climb. Climbing. You can climb. You can climb higher. Yeah. Then let's actually let's pivot a little bit. I'll leave Nulsk to his to their slaughter. You know, and I'm going to start climbing up also because then I get out of range of the lower arrows, and I know there's more people to deal with. Uh, give me a fight injury plus con, and then I'll probably we'll probably leave you at that. Cool. There it is. There's a two. <laughs> uh, I should. I mean, it. it was bound. Like it was bound to happen. I knew I should have shifted the camera, though. We'll deal with that in a second. Ozir. Yeah. You were intent on helping Nulsk, or at least making progress. And here you are in the middle of the room near this altar, within the light of Igthot. And while you sit contemplating, it feels like all the light sources in the room are starting to get more intense. And then on the outermost portion of this room, similar to how that earlier follower exploded, you see you see like these shards of light on the outer portion of this room explode. And then the next ring explodes. Oh, rad. What do you do? As these explosions are getting closer, I'm going to wait till it's like one ring before mine and try to jump through. You know, you can see it right before it explodes. As that happens, jump out. Yes, this is a very patterned boss attack. My my primary instinct is dex because you have to time this pretty well, but I would also accept intelligence because you're you're reading a pattern of the room. Uh, do you have another stat that you're interested in rolling? No, those were I mean, those are the two that I would say to roll, but they're the same for me. Are they so, the same? So yeah. roll, roll that. It's both plus 0. Okay. So that's an eight. That's an eight. Dope. 
Ozir, you go to roll out of the way, and you're attempting to keep Krecky in one hand as you do so. But you're not, as we've mentioned several times, the the most subtle person in the world. I think you drop Krecky as you're going to do this, and you have but a split second. Uh, he is in direct line of this of this uh, explosion. Krecky! <sighs> I will, I just, because I feel like it's necessary, he ain't gonna die. So, can I attempt to, like, grab it real quick? Like, you know, Indiana Jones hat from underneath the the door? Do I have time to try to do that? You can define injured, you can give another defined injured to try to get Krecky. Oh, this fail's gonna be hot. (sighs) Fuck, I mean, yeah, I I gotta do it. I'm excited for skeleton hand death worshiper. Ooh. Guys, can't don't take away all my cool moves. <laughs> no, no. You can edit Just it out. One. It's fine. Yeah, delete what we said, and it's all you. Fucking seven. Ah! Oh! I think Krecky's gonna get a little fucked up. I think some of okay. his some of his uh, talons are gonna from the end of the sword are gonna get blown off. Cool. So just plus one damage instead of plus two. You got it, Grieg. Uh, you were attempting to climb. Yep. And attempting to get out of the way of all of these archers. I got some good news, buddy, for you. You got out of the way of the archers. That being said, this vine is in direct path of this light coming down from up above. And you have but a moment to respond as you hear these explosions on the outer perimeter of this room. Yeah, as this as this all starts piling in, I think Grieg is going to try and push off and jump onto a building or a, a hut. I'll say that you got level with the next level of archers. So you can jump onto the nearest hut where they, they are. If you're going to do that, go ahead and give me Defy Danger plus Dax. or I assume Dex is probably better for you. Dex is perfectly fine Yeah, give, give me give me Defy Danger plus Dex. See if I can redeem. That'll be an 11. What? No. Check his dice. That's like the seventh 11 you've had. Yeah, you're, you're rolling nothing but 11s. I apparently know how to roll nine on the seven through nine it, scale. It, it it isn't fair. Yeah. I watched the video. <laughs> I'm I'm doing the rolls right. Uh yeah, you have you have narrative control here. Tell me where where you are. You avoid all of the threats that are coming at you. Honestly, we do time that just right, and there is a nice cinematic moment of me leaping as if things go up in flames and light in pure light around. It's behind. more. It's more like think more jubilee, right? Or Dazzler explosion, less less like dynamite explosion. Yeah, goddammit, Grieg, you land on this you land on this uh the top of this house with a bunch of archers. And it's it's fucking sweet. And the the camera symmetrically pans over to Nulsk, who is surrounded by archers and is about to fuck them up. Nulsk, give us some of that that sweet, sweet attack juice. Fuck yeah, absolutely. So I've been able to like at least establish a foothold on this uh walkway and i am absolutely just going to barrel through like i am no holds barred just pushing forward and i'm gonna chop through them i don't even care if i like kill them if i can just maim them that's what i'm that's what i'm aiming for yeah hack and slash please fuck them up that is an eight i think you can really fuck up one of them i'm not sure that if you you spread your reach too far you're gonna be open to more damage Let's put it that way. I think I'm fine with that. 
Yeah, I think that fits just more what I'm describing, right? Is like I'm barreling through. If they're not dead on this pass, I'm like I'm just gonna turn around and try it again. You can have a protracted scene where you're attacking all four of them, or you can have a tight scene where you kill one of them. Is assumedly kill, and you'll be trading more damage if you in the protracted scene. Does that does that does that track? Absolutely. Yep, yep, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the, the more damage. More damage. Okay, roll yours. So this is the first time I've gotten to use this uh, this move. I took Wild Lean uh, fucking before the last session, and I have not had two weapons. Uh, so Wild Lean gives me a move from the Ranger class. I took Viper Strike, which gives me an additional 1d4 damage when I'm using two weapons. Nine damage. Nine damage, yeah. You can kill all four of these. Uh, so you can describe that. Roll the best of 2d6 and add 4. Ouch. Damn, that was a good roll. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 10 damage. So yeah, as you... I th- uh, No, narrate the scene. Narrate the scene. You're getting lit up by archers both here and uh, on the other levels. But I, wa- I, want, I want you to narrate the scene. I think it is absolutely a case of the fact that I am paying no attention to my own well-being uh i'm i'm solely focused on absolutely murdering these guys i'm pretty pissed off like there's been a long time coming as i've been trying to murder these troglodytes so i'm just i'm just flailing forward like i probably smash you know a couple with the tri-picks just like throat chest belly uh like my tri-pick is gets caught in one and I just like headbutt the next one to death and in all all the meantime like I'm just getting peppered by an arrow like and then another arrow and then another arrow like I'm taking quite a few and I'm just ignoring it until they're all dead yeah and and you're you're left here standing in a in just a bloody heap of severed bodies Ozir you are you are peppered by some some blood and no doubt some disemboweled chunks of archers up above you as Nelsk does his nasty business. You've managed to avoid these this this first at least slew of light explosions around you. What do you have planned here? You're on you've you've got a bit of a reprieve, I'll admit. Yeah, so these like buildings that they're on, they're they're not very well constructed, are they? A lot of them are built within the tree. Those ones are less like on the ground. They're they're carved out of the tree, but there are some that are jutting out from the soil and built out of the soil. All right, I'm going to aim at one of these that's, like, built up out of the soil, and I'm going to try to shoulder it into one of these buildings that has archers on top to give myself a ramp to get up there. That's really fun. I like that a lot. Defining your plus strength, and we'll go from there. Ooh. Uh, that's an eight. Yeah, this is this is great. You shoulder into this, and the the building that it's tumbling into, you create a, a sort of domino effect. You got the outer perimeter just kind of falling in on itself. Greg, this platform you just landed on has begun to, <laughs> yep, yeah, yep, buck and tumble underneath of you. I and, knew it from as soon as you said "great." Like I was like, "Well, I'm fucked. Let's go." <laughs> like literally, I was like, "That's." Did you fail your last roll or no? No, no, I got, I got through no. fine. But no, this is this oh, is how this it is goes. Just, uh, yeah, this is how it goes. Oh well, unintended consequences when you decide to destroy stuff. Yeah, and it's I'm giving you time to react. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The, no, I don't feel bad about it at all. Yeah, the 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 ground beneath you has started to started to fold to one side. The archers on you are are losing their footing and, and 
panicking even as they just shoot wildly at you but you're under no real threat from them the bigger problem is potentially tumbling down to the cave floor below what do you do i'm gonna try and and scurry as quickly as i can and i think like jump onto the next the the next roof and then hopefully that done that done well just try and jettison myself onto a more a more secure uh location all the while nimbly avoiding death by arrow absolutely uh defining your plus dex as you as you nimbly hop from roof to roof an 11 you're fucking kidding me <laughs> what if you roll two ones, Zach, it's not an 11. <laughs> Describe this scene as you Indiana Jones around here. As I, I feel like the shaking and rumblings, you see over Grieg's shoulder, socks just pop up and look around, and Grieg just grabs him by the head and just shoves him back into his little area. And he's like, not now. And I like throw my body forward, and you see me like, you know, it's almost like I'm running on air because I just hurl myself. We're gonna just make that make that big leap, and I actually have to grab on. I've got my shoulders over top, but my legs are dangling, and I like slowly pull myself up as a couple arrows just like <laughs> past and clink off the the ground. And as you're as you're holding on by your by your forearms, you look behind you and you see these archers getting tumbled up in this soil that is being produced from all these huts falling over. Nulsk, you are on the safe half of this chamber and you but you hear the the snapping of vine bridges and the tumbling of buildings uh as you stand here drenched in the blood of the people you just killed the fuck out of. What are you doing? I'm going to start making my way higher in this in the whole the whole complex, right? Like I'm going to move probably past the next level where I think Greek was and then uh, I assume the exit is out so the way that this is set up these huts were, were sort of spider webbing themselves from uh, one end to the other Ozir just cut off the second half there's no bridge system leading you higher up anymore that's fine I have try picks fuck yeah if you want to want to try to try pick we'll say you're close enough to a tree that you can you can start try picking your way up I want you to defy danger plus strength as you start making your way up to the uh, tertiary level from the primary. It's a six. So you make your way up to the, uh, we'll say tertiary level from the primary level on this on the, the, the trunk of this tree, and you find yourself face-to-face with a very, very tall follower of Igthot who is covered in these phosphorescent war paints. And holding in two hands over his head, he has a, a, a big ritual dagger carved out of stone, which he intends to put between your eyes. What do you do? Uh, I really don't like these painted guys because one of them exploded earlier. So Nulsk is backing away very quickly. Like I'm still, I'm still facing this, this figure, but I am scrambling backwards as soon as I have my feet under me. Uh, Defy Danger plus Dex as you attempt to dodge his his initial blow. Six. Oh, Jesus Christ. We'll come back to you. Ozier, you've kicked over, you've toppled half of the structures in this room. In order to make your way up, you have just desolate ruin in front of you to work with. What do you have planned? 
Like, can I ascend to the next level now? I mean, shit, you've made a big soil ramp. You can walk pretty much up to, I want to say the tertiary level, is kind of how I'm seeing this. Are there more dudes up there? You've, all the ones along your way would have gotten caught up in this soil. So while yeah. while they may pose a threat later, oh yeah, you can't suffer an evil person to live. There are a lot of guys who are caught up in this soil that you have to pass along the way. Yeah, no, I'm going to take my time. And I'm I'm gonna uh take souls. Um this is just a metric of time. You're not gonna be put in any other any other uh danger immediately anyway. Uh defy danger plus strength as you hack and slash your way up this. That's an eight again. So you're gonna be a little while, but not long enough that you can't help anybody else in the in the coming scenes. Grieg. On your side of the room, you're under no pressure. All the archers that were along the way have been caught up in the roiling soil as you move up. You see on the other side of the room is Nulsk one-on-one with a painted follower of Igthot. Above you is another level, uh, which is lost within the leaves of the tree, and then uh, Igthot's eye is up there finally. What do you do? You said that this particularly painted fellow... Was rather large, did you not? He is very large. Yeah, that's that. As much as I trust Nulsk to to do what he is going to do, I I need the team with me in order to take on a Cyclops. You know, I don't think we can do this alone. If I could, because I haven't done this in a while, I think this might be a nice opportunity, especially since I'm so far away. I'd like to try and uh, dome him out with a called shot. That's that's totally fine. That being said, you're a ways away and you're taking your time here. So I'm, I may abuse either of those things if you fail, but you can absolutely roll a cult shot. I, th- I think it might, I dome out. I think I'm going to try yeah, and yeah, make, yeah. Him, make him stand there and look like an idiot. Go for the head. Three, four, five, six. I am at six. As you were running, you were hopping from roof to roof. Uh, as these buildings were collapsing behind you, you didn't realize quite the stirring in the leaves that this tumbling had made. And it was only after you had prepared to take your shot that you realized that you were sitting in one of these beams of light. And it is only too late that you see a uh, a pair of arms growing from outside of the soilless walls of this place. One of them carrying a hammer, the other a chisel. And before you can react, you are struck by lightning. So yeah, roll 2d8 and take the best. And ignores armor. There it is. A three and a seven, so I'll take the seven. So Nelsk, as you're, as you're attempting to flit and parry around this large phosphorescent man in front of you, you notice at first that he slits his arm long ways and splashes you with some of this strange liquid that looks a lot like the paintings on his body. And then in another quick instant, he pins you to the ground and you feel seemingly blood that he's painted you with getting hotter and hotter and hotter. You have but a moment to react here. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to ignore that pain and pull the only thing that I've been really successful with is just heft my, my tri-pick up so that I'm holding it back at the at the three spikes and punch him in the scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Hack and slash. That's a five. Oh, no. 
You thought you had more time before this explosion. What's your favorite arm? No, nah, I will say left, just because, I don't know, I'm Pythian. You bring out your left tri-pick to try to nut him, but this glowing blood on your arm explodes and just blows your right arm off. You're incapacitated for a minute. Ozir, you are brusquely moving up this ramp that you've made for yourself, beheading archers as you move along. You paused for a minute when the room got really loud and lit up, and you heard an explosion just a minute ago. It doesn't seem to be that there are any more archers shooting any arrows at you, but this explosion is happening at the top of the ramp where you are. What do you do? Nolsk is straight ahead. I'm going to charge up to Nolsk. You get to the top of this ramp, and the painted man with his uh, one dagger standing over Nolsk, who is cradling his now gone, or at least eviscerated right arm. What do you do? I'm charging with Kreki lowered, and I'm going to try to gore this guy and like lift him up off Nulsk and then throw him into the open space below us. Just give me a hack and slash. You're open you're open uh, otherwise. That's a twelve. Oh <laughs> you can put yourself in a spot. Yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's 11 damage. Uh, yeah, describe to me how you kill this guy. Yeah, I think I gore him from the side and then just, like, get him a- away from Nolsk and just rip it out the front. That's, that's fucking awesome. In this last moment where he's standing there disemboweled, he looks down at his innards and their phosphorescent glow, and he paints your face in one last desperate move. So your mask is painted with this exploding blood. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take it. <laughs> Badass as shit. Uh, roll a d10. Oh, oh that was an eight. That's. I mean, that's it. It's just a d10. It's just. It's just a d10. I'm assuming with armor. It it applies armor. All right. It is gonna fuck your mask up. Yeah. No, it's gone. Do you want it to be totally gone? No, that's cool. I'd like that. Is this the moment? Yeah. No. Okay. So Ozir is just like a big teenager. He's like gone through puberty early, and he doesn't have any eyes. But he's not like a fully adult man like he's 18 19 i i believe we're i believe we're at grieg now i'm rounding the bend from a lightning strike <laughs> you saw a couple big kabooms on the other side of the room you have recently been struck by lightning there's a an increase in wind in the room and so the boffs of the trees the leaves are shifting these shards of light around you need to get up there what do you do so I think that Grieg is knocked unconscious for half a second. Luckily, his good friend, Socks, peppers out and starts trying to wake him up, scurrying around, scratching at his face. I just start climbing instinctually like an animal. Um, Define injured plus con. I told you guys I'm dead now. Uh, five. Grieg, as you boldly attempt... To climb your way up the side of this tree to make it into the into the upper portions and kill Igthot, the wind just doesn't blow your way, and one of these shards of light find themselves on you, and Igthot once more casts his lightning in your direction. Roll a d8 twice. That'll be a seven on the first one. We won't even have to go any further than that. Nolska's like picking himself back up off the ground, basically. So, Azir, you fucking killed this dude, and you're, like, turning back to face Nolska's Nolska's is, is picking himself back up. 
And I'm going to look you straight in the empty eyes. Like my milky eyes meet your empty eyes because you don't have your mask anymore. And the like remnant, like the hanging remnants, like the broken skin and bone that are hanging off of my, my right shoulder at this point, Nilska is going to like stare very deadpan at you and just tear those fragments off and cast them aside, like cast them back down into the center of this room as I pick up one of my tri-picks, holster it and pick up the other in my left hand. Ozir, as Nilsk gives gives you a challenging glare, the entire chamber is lit up. And seconds later, you hear that krakow, and your and as your head snaps to the side, you see Grieg and the socks falling in a smoking mass to the rooftop below. Again, Nilsk, you're the first one here to respond. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna run as quickly as I can over to Grieg. He's my captain. I feel like I I need to be here. <laughs> Nulsk, you were going to make your way over there. Ozir, you have pledged to kill this Cyclops. He has he has done inexplicable damage and perhaps even killed Grieg. Like, can I keep from where we're at? Because we're on, like, the tertiary level, so I'm assuming, it, like, the next thing is the top. Can I just, is there a way that I can, like, a ladder I can climb, a ramp that I can get up to get up there? Vines? For, if for no other reason, though there are many, if for no other reason, you are immune to Igthot's lightning, and you can you can climb up into the upper boffs of this this tree canopy. We will deal with that in a second. I do want the scene. Oh, is there something you wanted to do? No. Okay. We can get to that in a okay. second. Okay. Yeah, okay. Your you, your eyes lit up for a minute. Of course they did. I get to fight the boss one on one. Of course, my, of course, my <laughs> eyes lit up. Yeah, so Ryan. Nulsk, you are running uh, uh, across the the wide chasm of this room, dodging lightning bolts and, and scurrying along vines as you do to meet the crumpled corpse of your still-smoking captain. Captain! <laughs> I'm, uh, like, I'm running full bolt and, like, hit the ground and slide across it. You know, I put my one arm my one hand on his chest and hope I feel it breathing. Uh, Grieg, describe your black gates. Fade in on the sound as it starts to build of boots slushing through water and mud. We come up on a scene of Grieg walking down the small rivers in his homeland. (sighs) This is fucking ridiculous. Don't you think? And he looks over his shoulder, expecting to see socks there. And he is not. And he sort of pats the small pouch on the back of his shoulder where he should be. Damn. And he continues to slosh forward. We see all the rocks overgrown with moss and small flowers that radiate with a sense of like like a violet color. 
to a, a person who would actually have to view this like a film. It would take what feels like forever. As Greek marched up and down the small river streams searching for something. All the while seeing big holes in the earth like the ones that rabbits would dig but you know human sized and the earth itself moves like it's breathing if you've ever watched uh like an earthquake a small tremor you can see stuff like that where it feels and looks like the earth is actually moving and breathing and that's all happening at the same time as he marches up and down these small little eddies, searching something out. Finally, he comes to a small hut. And walks ashore. Come on. Come on. That would be a six. And out from the hut, you see a big cloaked figure. And he pulls back the hood, and you see those bright violet eyes, and weird, like, black volcanic rock that is crusted across his face. And in a deeper tone, but similar to Grieg's. Home. Just enough time for another game. And he gestures towards the old rooks board that they used to play on. And they both sit down to play. Nolsk, as you lay your one good hand on the chest of the captain, you do indeed feel a breath. And for just a moment, you are relieved. But that relief is short. As the breath that should continue after that first one does not follow, And while you are not totally sure this is how humans work, his lack of movement or beration cements in you that he is in fact dead. His stupid and sometimes antagonistic three-pawed weasel crawls silently and solemnly out from the holster on Grieg's shoulder and up your one good arm. Nulsk just like sits back and cradles socks. And I, I don't know if Pythians can cry exactly, but I think Nulsk is like softly yipping like like an injured dog at the loss of his captain. Osir, you climb seemingly triumphantly up through the leaves and soil that make up the upper echelon of this chamber. For a person 
with weaker vision than yourself, this would be a blinding situation. Ig thoughts one bulbous eye sitting atop its furred neck, looking like a clutch of fish eggs. It hangs upside down from the ceiling. Its legs and lower torso encased entirely in soil, which it commands with simply a thought. It brings its soil arms up, each holding either a hammer or a chisel to strike at you with this lightning which has felled men much better than you. What do you do? I saw Greg go down, right? You did. Yeah. With a pretty good understanding. I mean, it's my god's whole shtick. If you didn't know before, you know now. Igthot strikes the lightning at me, not knowing, thinking that it'll kill me. And it just, like, gathers around me, and I point Krecky at him, and the it, like, completes the circuit of lightning. You killed my only friend. Now I will return the favor. I'm gonna use Exterminatus on him. Uh, do you have to roll something for Exterminatus? No, <laughs> no. I just have to speak aloud that I will defeat an enemy. Because I think it's dope, I want you to roll your damage for the uh, the shooting lightning back at it. Uh, uh, nine damage. The room, again, for a person whose eyesight would be lesser than yours, the room would go completely black as Igthot draws himself into his earthen shell. And you hear from all points around you, Child, you think that because you killed my younger, stupid, careless brothers, that you have anything to show me in ways of violence. You worship death and I rule it. I make what should be, be. You're in another smaller, like, say, antechamber made almost entirely of soil. He has closed you off from the rest of this pavilion now, and he attacks you from one side with a great post made of soil. You see just out of the corner of your eye. What do you do? So I have an idea. I obviously need to run it by you first. So I have this mark of divine authority, these ethereal wings. And most of the paladins' magical stuff that they can do is with charisma. Could I, perchance, defy danger plus charisma to, like, enclose myself in a shell made out of these ethereal wings at the at the potential cost of them going away? Yeah, roll charisma. Okay. That's an 11. These raven's wings just close around you in a tight shell as this soil just breaks apart upon you and is scattered to the rest of the room. He reveals himself from the ceiling, prepared to mock you. Before he can say anything, you have an opportunity to react. Yeah, I'm just charging in to cut his eye stalk, or whatever, the bundle of eyes off of his the rest of his body. He's mostly eye stalk. Uh, roll hack and slash. Uh, yeah, that's 12. I'm going to put myself in a spot and do a d10, 2d4, and a d6 of damage to this Whoa. guy. <laughs> Uh, 13, 14 damage to Igthot. Damn! Describe how you killed him. Yeah, I mean, I just cut this eye stalk off. Because wasn't his gift the eye? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I just cut him off and then 
stab Cracky's point into them and like have a second where I'm like hefting them up into the air as like in triumph. That thick beige cyclopean blood just drowns you. His last pithy retort lost to the echoes of this room as you eviscerate him. You have claimed a great soul for death this day. As that constant feeling of movement in Igthoth's hill that you would passively begin to understand as stationary, now you truly feel it to stop moving. The Valley Maker is dead. There are but two brothers left. What do you do? It's more, it's more like, think more Jubilee, right? Or Dazzler explosion, less, less like Dynamite explosion. Does that track? I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think Zach does. The Jubilee. Black, oh, you mean the X-Men. X-Men yeah. The X-Force. Um, Jubilee was not in the X-Force, you fucking plebeian. <laughs> plebeian? <laughs> Did you say plebeian? I plebeian. said I, I am from the planet plebe. I said I said I said <laughs> I am a plebeian, sir. No, I called you a pedant, I believe. <laughs> plebeian. Anyway, so, that, so this all happens. All this nerdy shit you can cut out, Nathan. No one needs to know about this. Um. I'm leaving in the Dazzler and Jubilee analogs. People will get that even if you don't. I know what it is now. Yeah, like the yeah, X Men. Sure. Like the X Men, Jubilee. I thought it was like a, a, a an actual yes, factual the like, like Jubilee Light. Jubilee. <laughs> yes. Of course. <laughs> For those, she is friends with the Wolverine. <laughs> For those of you at home, Zach made an X with his arms too when he did it. So. <laughs> There's only how many of how many of us have not done so? Who amongst us has never read the next man? I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> made the X with their arms. What are talking about? Doo doo. Doo doo. I watched. Uh, I you watched. Can't, you can't save this by singing a sweet theme song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing. This is. Am- I thought this was America. <laughs> Jubilee. <laughs> Nathan Ryan just spit up his beer. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Jubilee was a uh, part of Degeneration X, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. She. Was, yeah, no. She geez. also wore blackface. She. <laughs> what? Really? Oh, in Degeneration X, where they watch some they wrestling. Did... Okay. Yeah. Degeneration X black, oh, blacked or... up to make fun of the the Nation of Domination. Yeah, it was not it's okay. embarrassing. Oh, I I thought you were talking about the comics, and I was. Uh... Oh. Oh no. yes, the Degeneration Prop... X comics. Yeah. And their crossover just, with the Nation of Domination. <laughs> <laughs> wow, these could be comics too. They're, yeah, no, this all I sounds know. like shitty I don't comics. know all shitty X Men comics. Yeah, but there's a lot to dig through. Degeneration X the sounds 90s, like some like. Let's be real. Uh, the media in the '90s were great. Was great, except movies and TV. <laughs> and music and, and comics. books. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like. All right. <laughs> now, so, now that I think about it. <laughs> so sitting in a in a quiet room with white walls was great in the nineties, all right? With your like, I did it for jeans. ten whole years. <laughs> You're just in here with a slipknot t shirt but no music. <laughs> no, never heard a thing, but I hear they're great. <laughs> I love the shirt design. <laughs> it brings out the anger in me. 
Early 2000s were sh- Okay, anyways. <laughs> was has has culture ever been good? <laughs> nope. I don't know, man. Rush came out at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Why <Wow>, that fucking bangs. <laughs> Rush is right. <laughs> yeah, fucking limelight. Let's go. Is that the name of that song? Do you know the name I of that song? I don't know. That's that's not the the I, I Those know. are not the the sound and song <laughs> no, that go yeah. together, but Rush is tight, so I'll let it fly. <laughs> you oh. heard that? You're first. Rush is tight like an, a nervous butt. Let's go. Jesus. <laughs> Delete all of this. Zach's had two beers. You know what happens when somebody says delete all of this, right? <laughs> it becomes. It doesn't get deleted. It just ends up in the podcast. It so just ends saying, up on the podcast. <laughs> so what you're saying is the stinger for the next episode is Zach saying Rush is tight like, like, a, like a, a nervous, nervous butt. butt. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're yeah. welcome. You you likened a band you apparently like to a uh, sphincter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it that much. I just want to. Here I will show you how to say or pronounce plebeian, plebeian, an easy word to pronounce, it is plebeian, plebeian, plebeian.